he is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. So, prioritize time management, personal development, skill acquisition. Oh, God. Listen. Dr. Menu will like this. Listen, um, David did not just kill Goliath just by the hand of God or just by the presence of God. David developed skills in using the heart. That's a world creating tool. He was brought into the palace for the first time because, not because of prayer only, not because of speaking in tongues only. He was brought into the palace to play the harp so that when King Saul was demon-possessed, they played the anointing on the harp playing, which is skill that he developed, the demons would leave him. Then he did not only defeat Goliath because the presence of God was with him or God was with him only. He developed the skill in using the sling and the stone. He discovered his purpose, discovered his gift, developed his gift, deployed his gift to kill the Goliaths. And all of us have got Goliaths in our promised land. All of us have got Goliaths in our promised land. What we use to defeat Goliath is not only the presence of God, but our skill that we are using. We have developed ourselves and we are using the skill to kill Goliaths in our in Goliaths, Goliaths and competitions and competitors in our field to become number one. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to get it. Your family has not your family, <laughs> no one of my family left me a spoon. <laughs> Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody left me anything. Nobody left my wife anything. Nobody left us anything. Everything is taking us 33 years. Of working by faith, working hard, trusting God, tithing, giving, serving, adding, adding skill to our gift to get to where we are today. Just like Aliko Dangote said, it's taking me 30 years to get where I am, but the youth of today want to become like me overnight. No, it doesn't become like you. You don't become like him overnight. Never. Never. Immoral impact entry. Come and tap. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to get this. Next week, my twin brother is with me. Oh, God. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. The millionaire from Ghana, raised in, by a beggar, lived in an uncompleted building, and today is among the 100 most influential men in Ghana. My twin brother, Bishop Gideon Titiofe. Next week, you think this is fire. You ain't seen nothing yet. And you think this is fire. You ain't seen nothing. You rest this stuff for our financial wisdom masterclass. Wealth is created, not prayed for, not debated about, not discussed. 
David discovered his skill and developed it and it brought him to fame and brought him to the palace and even ended up marrying the king's wife. Nobody left us anything. We went beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. Be, receive the grace to go beast mode for your assignment. Don't get involved in things that are higher than you. Pursue your purpose. Manage your time well. Prioritize time management. Prioritize self-development. Prioritize mental development. Prioritize skill acquisition. Acquire new skills in this lockdown. Acquire new skills in this lockdown. Acquire new skills for where you are going in this lockdown and after this lockdown. Build capacity for where you are going. God does not give, God does not just give people things. God does not just answer people's prayers. He answers people's prayers based on what they can manage. Hush. If you don't know where you are going, everywhere can be a destination. Let me give you number five as I begin to round up. Number five. My goodness. Know exactly where you are going. Know exactly where you are going. Know if you want to achieve your goals and your vision. Know exactly where you are going in life. Know exactly. See, if you don't know where you are going, how do you know if you have gotten there? How do you know you are near there? Know, you see, your assignment, your purpose. Gives you an indication, this is what God has called you to do. I knew, Jeremiah 1, you are called to the nations. So I knew nations are my target. Nations are my target. Hence being on this platform after developing ourselves. So receive that grace. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Number five, know exactly where you are going. Set goals. Write these things down, please. Set goals. Make plans. To achieve them. Don't just pray. Prepare for what you are praying for. Don't just pray. Prepare for what you are praying for. Don't just pray. Know exactly where you are going. And when you know exactly where you are going. Set goals. And make plans. And pursue those plans. To achieve those goals. Set goals. Make plans. To achieve them. And consciously work at fulfilling that vision. Consciously work at it. Consciously work at it. Consciously work at it. Know exactly where you are going. Don't dilly dally. Don't, I'm going here today. I'm going there tomorrow. Never. I am raising generational leaders. I know exactly where I'm going. So you want to be a generational leader, <laughs> you will understand what I'm teaching. You don't want to be a generational leader, you won't understand what I'm teaching. So, I know exactly where I'm going. Raising people who are generational in their mindset. So, people who are myopic and are just going to be thinking of today bread and butter, no. They can't they can understand. They can't catch it. Set goals. Make plans. Pursue it. Push yourself. You need messages like this to get... You need, you need a fire starter. Pray, prepare, and work towards achieving that vision. Don't just pray and sit down. Pray. And when you pray, God will tell you, this is what you must do. Go read Habakkuk, go read Nahum, go read Paul, and then do it. Pray. 
Prepare yourself and work towards the vision. Make short goals, short-term goals, mid-term goals, long-term goals to achieve those goals. Ladies and gentlemen, you must be a practitioner. Ladies and gentlemen, let me give you this. You need, you don't have to be, when it comes to achieving your goal, don't remain reactive. Be proactive. When it comes to your destiny, don't remain reactive. Don't wait for things to happen and then you react. No, 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 no. Be like a Joseph. Join us every Sunday morning as I'm teaching on the Joseph ministry. Joseph, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Joseph developed himself to answer a 14 year ahead question and solve a 14 year ahead problem. Don't be reactive. Be be proactive. Know exactly where you are going and train yourself and develop yourself and acquire new skills for your destination. Remember this, when purpose is known, when purpose is known, relationships are trimmed. If people are not going where you are going, apply the 80-20 principle. Spend 80% of your time on people who are responsive to your teaching and your vision and your ideas and your dreams and spend 20% of your time with people who are not responsive to your vision. Just because somebody does not believe in your vision, does not believe in your teaching, does not mean you should stop it. You must practice it, practice it. When a time comes and they can catch it, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. When Dr. Benu said, I feel the heat. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Take full responsibility for the outcome of your destiny. Don't wait for things to happen. Prepare to make things happen. Thank you, Pastor Emilia. Don't wait for things to happen. Prepare and make things happen. Joseph, they asked Joseph, who else can interpret this dream and bring this dream to pass other than you? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He gave uh, Pharaoh the answer to their 14-year-ahead farming problem. Ladies and gentlemen, be proactive. Be proactive. Don't be reactive. Always reacting to situations. When this happens, then you will do this. When that happens, and you will do this. Never. Be proactive in financing your vision. It begins with tithing. It begins with giving. It begins with adding value to yourself and adding value to others. Listen. Recently I heard something. I came home. I said, I don't think our church members are ready for this yet. But this is my platform, so I can say it here. Listen, I was praying and I heard this. Anyone who is not a tither is a wicked person. <laughs> my wife is laughing that uh, uh, <laughs> mischievous. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Listen, anybody who is not a tither and can tithe and does not tithe is a wicked person. Wicked, wicked person. I heard this from the mouth of God. Let me explain. When Abraham was tithing, you want to fulfill your vision, you must be a tither. You must think generational. A non-tither is not thinking generational. He's not caring for the next his children, her children, or her children's children. When Abraham was tithing, he set up four generations. If you are not a tither, what you're saying is, my children, children's children, and their children's children should just take care of themselves. Levi's position and job description in life was determined by Abraham's obedience in tithing. 
So when you are tithing, the devourer is broke for your rebuke for your sake, for your children, your children's children, and you are setting your children's children's children up. One of these days, people who don't tithe deliberately, their children will declare them as being wicked. If you are not a tither, you are a wicked person. You are wicked. You are a wicked person. And one of the reasons why you are a wicked person is God said, bring the tithe into my storehouse. So you don't even have respect for God. You want to achieve your vision. You don't even have respect for God. God tells you, bring 10% of everything that I give you is mine. So we have no respect to, and not, not to give God his 10%. How wicked can that be? And you want to achieve your vision. Ladies and gentlemen, the devourer is hovering around, hovering around, hovering around. If you are not a tither, you are a wicked person. You are a wicked person. Your children will declare you wicked one day because you did not secure their future. You allow the devourer to be free to do whatever he wants to do. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to achieve your goals, you want to achieve your vision, one of the major things you must do, God said, bring ye the tithe and offering into my storehouse. Listen to God speaking. Bring ye the tithe and offering into my storehouse. God speaking that there will be provision in my house. So my not tithing, I'm saying there should be no provision in God's house. How can I say there should be no provision in God's house and then expect there to be provision in my house and there to be provision in my children's house and there to be provision in my children's children's house and there to be provision in my children's children's children. If you are not a tither one of these days, your children will declare you wicked. I heard from the mouth of God on a prayer walk. This was about four weeks ago. I said, our members are not ready for this. But this Hattonwood Global, this lunch hour is my platform. And eventually, I'll tell them when they can get it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand this. You are determining the slavery and apartheid of your generations when you are not a tither. Teach your wife. Teach your children. Teach your husband. Teach your family. Every one of you tithing. Nobody talks about tithing because pastors are hungry. <laughs> Listen, don't let me laugh you to scorn. If you are not a tither, God said, listen, listen, listen. Let me close with this. God said, um, Mama B, I think you need to give me from verse 8 because, listen, uh, since God has directed me here, listen, you are worse, Pastor Johnson said, you are worse than a slave master when you are not a tither. You are worse than a slave master. We are talking about how to achieve your vision. So, I'm teaching you there are things that you must do. He said, everything that God says you do, you need to do it. Listen to this. He says, you have robbed me. This is God talking. You want to achieve your, your God-given dream. You want to achieve your God-given dream. And your God-given dream, give it to you by God. And God tells you, you have robbed me. You and the whole nation and your whole family. You, you have robbed me. You have robbed God. How do we describe robbers? Wicked people. He said, you have robbed me. You and this whole nation. You and your whole family and your whole nation. See, the wickedness of not tithing and giving provision to God's house, as the wickedness affects your children's children, truly scriptures cannot be broken and cannot be denied. 
And some of you, I'm not your pastor, so you can say, he's looking for our money. And members of our church know I'm not looking for their money. I love you too much to keep you in your ignorance and keep you in uh, uh, living from paycheck to paycheck where Second Corinthians 9 verse 8 is not happening and where your vision is not happening with speed. Listen to Malachi 3 as I close verse 8. How to make your vision a reality? One of the ways to make your vision a reality is to be a consistent, addicted, possessed tither and a giver. To secure your vision, secure your dream, secure your children, secure your future, secure your children and your children's children's future. Listen to the mouth of God. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? And then God answers, you have robbed me in this way, in tithes and offering. Therefore, you are cursed with a curse. So if you are not a tither deliberately, you can tithe, but don't tithe to your church. You are cursed with a curse. Did you bring a curse on you and your family and your children's children? How can you achieve your dream with a curse hanging over you? Hanging over your children. Hanging over your children's children. Ladies and gentlemen, How do I make my vision a reality? <laughs> know exactly where you are going. Set goals. Make plans to achieve them. And consciously work on fulfilling them. Including tithing. In your church. And when you are tithing. Listen. Expect divine ideas. Expect creativity. Expect innovation. Innovative ideas. Expect open heavens. Windows of heaven open. Pour God pouring out ideas for wealth creation to set your children up to know the university that must go to and resources being available to help them go to university debt free, debt free, debt free, debt free. I caught this very early. My children never collected a loan to go to university to finish their university course. Never, never. They started tithing when they were children on their child benefit. I wasn't that wicked. My wife and I weren't that wicked. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop here. This is just five. I've got 14 points to give you. 14 points. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are not a tither on this platform, you can tithe, but you are not tithing. You've heard the word. Wickedness. 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 When you are tithing, don't just tithe. After you are tithing, work. Be creative. Be proactive. Be innovative. Be inventive. Acquire new skills. Don't just pray. Don't just tithe. Don't just go to church. Practical. Work. Be diligent. Expect divine ideas. Divine innovation. When you tithe, it qualifies you for ideas. That makes you greater than your employer. The testimony in the life of Jacob and Laban. The job description. Who Levi became four generations later was determined by Abraham's obedience in pursuing his vision and tithing and giving and working hard and being creative and being innovative. That when he was about to die, he gave everything that he had. Everything that he had, he gave it to Isaac. 
The servant testified of Abraham, my master, God has blessed my master greatly and is rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Michael Jones is a bishop, you are really fired today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, we need to prosper together. Let me go there, let me go there. We say black lives matter. Black lives matter. <laughs> listen. My prosperity as a black man or white or Chinese or whatever, my prosperity is meaningless without your prosperity. That's why our first president said, the independence of Ghana is meaningless until it is tied to the independence of the rest of Africa. Me being prosperous alone is not an achievement. What I know, you must know and do the same things I know and teach others so then we can say black lives matter. If I'm prosperous, I know certain things you don't know and I don't share it with you. What is black lives matter? What is black lives matter? Black lives doesn't matter by just carrying placards. After all the noise that we made everywhere, what has come out of the noise that we made? You need economic empowerment. You need to do what your pastors are teaching you every Sunday. You need to practice it. Their prosperity is not because of you. Their prosperity is because of their obedience. And you need to do the things that your pastors are saying. They say, tight, tight. Don't let God call you a wicked person. You need to work. You need to plan. You need to think. You need to be proactive. You need to develop yourself. You need to do business. Black prosperity matters. Black prosperity, my, my prosperity is nothing if others are not influenced or advantaged by it. Your, pros, your prospering alone without my prospering is meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. We don't have a voice when we are not financially empowered. We don't have a voice when we don't share the blessings that God has blessed us with, with our churches and with one another. We don't have a voice. Your vision is meaningless unless it is tied to the vision of somebody else. Joseph had to, for Joseph, for Joseph's vision to come to pass, don't, don't miss this Sunday services on Sunday 11.30. Joseph's dream did not come to pass until he discovered that other people's lives matter. Joseph in prison, in Joseph ended up as a slave in Egypt. Guess the first thing Joseph did. Because he knew other people's lives matter. People's lives matter. Went to Potiphar's house and started serving and interpreting the dream and the vision of Potiphar's house. To the extent that they made him a ruler of everything, including the financial paycheck, the check, the check, the check, the check of, of Potiphar. He interpreted the dream of Potiphar. Then when he went to prison, interpreted the dream of the butler and baker. He didn't say, he didn't go and do a pity party. I'm in prison. I don't deserve to be here. His mind was on others. Others, others, others. Interpreting the dream of others. Interpreting the dream of others. Interpreting the dream of others. Interpreting of the dream of in prison. In the pandemic. In an endemic. In a pandemic. In a PEE. -E, pandemic, endemic, epidemic. Jacob did not stop, did not stop to think of just himself. He was interpreting the dream of do other people's lives matter to you or just you. 
your vision is not for you, your vision is for others, then in the process of your adding to others, they add to you. Listen, nobody adds to people who don't add anything to anybody. God does not add to people who don't add to his kingdom. God has a vision. To see this world, to see the whole of this world come to salvation and come to know him. That the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. That's God's vision. Are you interpreting God's dream? If you are not interpreting God's vision, who will interpret yours? Who is going to interpret your dream when you are not interpreting the dream of your church? Not interpreting the dream of one another. Not interpreting the dream of your husband or your wife or your children or your children's children. By not tithing, not giving. Not interpreting the dream of your children and your children's children. And not interpreting the dream of your church. And the kingdom. We go around crying, shouting, black lives matter. <laughs> Let's see. Let's stop all those. Let me use some big word. Is it paraphernalia or whatever it is? Let's, let's and gentlemen. Develop yourself to add value. Your vision is meaningless. My vision is meaningless if it is not tied to the liberation of other people's dreams. Your vision must be connected to people, must be connected to kingdom, must be connected to others. Must be, you see, people invented the phone, electricity, all those things. What were they thinking of? Not just themselves, but others. Others, 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 others. So, let me close. If I say I'm going to carry on, <laughs> we will not leave this place. I believe you have heard more than enough. One of the ways in which you can also see your vision materialize, I've got, I, I'm waiting till I come to that place about teaching about interpreting dreams. That's the last point. I'm telling you, I'm whetting your appetite. L- listen to me. <laughs> Dr. Menu says you are loaded. You see, you need to get it. Whose dream am I interpreting? Who can point to me and say, Oh, Bishop, because of you, my life has changed. You have informed my mind. Listen, don't look for people who inform your heart. Look for people who inform your mind. People who decorate your mind. As your mind is decorated, your hands will be decorated, your bank, bank accounts will be decorated. Listen, interpret the dreams of your, your church, your ministry. Interpret God's dream. God has a vision. Let there be meat in my house. Let there be meat in God's house and there will be meat and provision in your house. Pastor Jay says, Black lives matter. Proverbs 18.20 The poor man pleads for mercy, but the rich man answers harshly. Say to answer too quick. Develop a nationwide consciousness in your vision. I like that. Develop a nationhood, a nationhood, a nationwide consciousness. You see, very often all of us sometimes have vision just to myopic. Me, my family, my dog, my cat. And then we have the audacity to to, to criticize royal family. (laughs) Don't let me go there. I saw some people say, oh, I'm sure they paid Bishop to preach this. (laughs) Listen, 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 listen. Walk around life with your eyes open. (laughs) Your vision must be interconnected with others. Beginning with your church. Muslims. Oh. When Muslims are supporting the vision of their imams and their mosques and their genders. Oh. Our our, 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 our community, black community, Afro-Caribbean community, 
African community, Christian community, Pentecostal charismatic community. Whose vision are we interpreting? Whose vision are we interpreting? Just spend everything that we have on just ourselves. Nothing is good. Listen, listen, listen. Show me your paycheck. Show me your checkbook. Show me your checkbook and I'll tell you whether your vision is interconnected with somebody or it's just you and your family. Show me your checkbook. Show me your bank statement and I will tell you whether you love God and whether your vision will materialize or your vision will not materialize. Show me. Show me your checkbook. Show me what you spend your resources on because um, what's the scripture? Ah. I'm looking for the scripture that says, where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart is. You see, black lives matter. Am I spending my money to make my fellow blacks uh, prosper? Look at the Chinese, what they are doing in the Chinese community. Look at the South Koreans, the Koreans, what they are doing in their community. Look at what the Asians are doing in their community. Look at what the Muslims are doing in their community. And we are wondering why our visions are delayed. Listen. <laughs> this program is called Lunch Hour with High Achievers. Not not just achievers. High. You see, I read Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Listen to God. If you obey me, do my commandments, pursue my assignment, pursue my vision, pursue, uh, make sure there's provision in my house, make sure you are preaching to people, make sure you are adding to people, make sure you are using your gifts to add to your community, adding value on your job and everywhere. Listen to what God said in verse 1, Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. I will set you on high above all nations, not a community, not a city, not your family, not your cousins. I will set you on high above all nations of men. Why are you settling for just uh, provision for just your family when God is talking about nations? It's, it's, look, don't tell me you love me when your money is not invested in me when I'm adding value to you. Don't tell your pastor, your church, you love the church, you love God, you love the kingdom, you love your ministry, you love your pastor, where your treasure is not being reciprocated to the blessing that they are blessing you and your church and your mind, they are decorating your mind. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is, where you put your money. If your money is in your church, in the kingdom of God, in God's projects, in black lives matter, Asian lives matter, whatever matter, if your resources are in your vision to add value to people, that is where your heart is. You put your money where your heart is. Stop telling people you love them when you don't reciprocate in financial resources, in their business, their ministry, their church. Let's stop talking and let's start acting. Fighting each other. Nonsense. Then we say black. The next time I see somebody say black lives matter, I think <laughs> I need to hold a deliverance service for the I know exact listen, white folk are saying black lives matter. We say black lives matter, but do we really do our lives really matter to each other by virtue of our investments in one another's ministries and businesses and careers and dreams and visions? He says, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commandments I give you today, 
The Lord your God will set you on high above all nations. We're talking about nations. Nations. The royal family is influencing the commonwealth. Commonwealth over what? 156 nations. Pastor Johnson, how many nations is the uh, royal family, the commonwealth uh, uh, influencing? How many nations? Influencing the commonwealth. No family is perfect. No institution is perfect. 156 nations, the commonwealth. Who are we influencing? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Thank you. So, I close. Because if I, I say I'm going to continue, over at least what? Over at least 110. The royal family has set up the commonwealth, influencing 110 nations. Who are who, who have journalists influenced? Who have the critics influenced? Who who have the debaters influenced? Joe blows doing nothing, not fulfilling their vision, not touching anybody, just talking. We have a serious problem. <laughs> our mind. Somebody needs to get our minds back in shape. Get get it back in shape. Get it back. Read the right books. Walk with it. There are some people who are in your, your circles you must get rid of. It's time to fulfill vision. May you receive grace. Grace to do everything that you have heard here as I close now. Grace. Receive grace. Lift your voice, everybody. Lift your hands. Stretch your hands towards the screen. That the fire on this altar and in this program, that you will catch it. And this day will mark a day in your life that there will be a 360 degree turn around in mind renovation and mind revolution in the way you and I think and perceive and plan and speak and behave. That this world will take notice of us. That when we speak, they will pay attention. They will pay attention. They will pay attention and not say, Give them just a few days. Let them keep shouting all over the place. <laughs> and their mind will be back to it. <laughs> it's original, uh, a primitive, primitive way of thinking and talking. Go and use these five points that I've taught you today. Discover and pursue your assignment. Take full responsibility for the outcome of your dream and your life. Be very diligent and adopt a very serious approach about your destiny and about working and about adding value to yourself and to others. Be diligent and adopt a very serious approach to working hard and working. Get unserious people out of your life. Be diligent and adopt a very serious approach to working hard and working smart. Be creative. Be creative. Be innovative. New ideas every day. Generating new ideas. And one of the ways in which you generate new ideas is to be a consistent tither and giver. And then number, so number three, be diligent. Number four, prioritize time management. Don't waste your time. Prioritize time management. And then number five, know exactly where you are going in life. Set goals, make plans to achieve them. Now I want you to share this message everywhere. No copyright. Don't withhold sharing this message. Share it everywhere. Partner with this, your fellow black man. Partner with this man of God. Partner with this apostle. And share. Share this message. I'm not asking for money. I said share this message to every relative you know. Every friend you know. Every enemy you know. 
every Christian you know, every Muslim, everyone you know, share it everywhere. Share it everywhere. Share it on other social media platforms. Send it everywhere. Send it everywhere. Send it everywhere. Share it everywhere. And create a Facebook watch party. Create a Facebook watch party after this, during the course of the day, some way, somehow, make time, whether when you are cooking or whatever, make, create a Facebook. This must not remain with you. You have a responsibility. You want to achieve your vision, you have a responsibility to share. Remember, your independence is meaningless till it's tied to the independence of others. Your knowledge base, your wisdom, your understanding, things you know, is meaningless unless it's shared with others. So, share these empowering sessions everywhere. Create a Facebook watch party. Share it everywhere. Everybody must watch this. Everybody must listen to this and be empowered and to make some drastic changes for our future. Finally, I'm going to encourage every one of us to register for the Financial Freedom Masterclass coming up on the 27th of March. Oh my goodness. Listen. You and I are not free until we are financially free. <laughs> we are not free until we are financial. This world is waiting for people who have economic power. Economic power. Economic power. You and I are not free until we are financially free. So, ladies and gentlemen, register for this financial empowerment summit um, at michaelhattonwood.org. You haven't seen anything yet. The best is yet to come. Let's team up and do this together. Let's be financially empowered. It's 30 pounds. 100 pounds it was, and I brought it down to 50 pounds, and it's now 30 pounds. Everybody rush and register. One of our members said on the platform, I have registered. Everybody register. You are not enriching the bishop. You are enriching your life to be able to finance your own vision before others catch on. So, register for the Financial Freedom Masterclass on Saturday, 27th March. Register now. It's going to be 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. via Zoom. Register on my website, michaelhattonwood.org. And subjects include how to create multiple streams of income, how to have a financial voice, how to build something that will last and outlast you, last and outlast you. So, ladies and gentlemen, make a point to register for this Financial Freedom Masterclass. Next week, my twin brother will be here with me. Oh, Bishop Gideon Titi Affair will be with me. It's going to be an awesome session. Lunch hour with high achievers with Bishop Gideon Titi Affair and myself. You think you've seen something? You just wait. We'll extend the time next week, 12 p.m. to 1.30. So drop everything you are doing. Get your cup of tea. Get your your popcorn or something, get your notepads, get your notebooks. Next week, Bishop Gideon Titio Fair, millionaire in Ghana, influential man in Ghana, senior pastor of the Pleasant Place Churches, will be my guest. We'll be looking at building generational wealth. We'll be talking about politics, leadership, finance, everything. Wealth creation, how to set up your business and succeed in business. Next week, Saturday, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. You don't want to miss this life-changing session. It's going to be awesome. So register for the Financial Freedom Summit at my website. And then also next week, don't miss it. Let me read some of your comments as I close. 
Odufokai said, God bless you, Bishop and Mama B. More grace, inner peace, and wisdom in all areas of your life. I say a big amen. Pastor Jay says, amen and amen. Mama B says, you and I are not free until we are financially free. Pastor Jay said, God bless you. You and yours richly, Bishop. Agnes says, God bless you, Bishop and Mama B. Glory to God. Noel says, if you think this was hot, you haven't heard anything yet. So do yourself a favor and register. Noel has registered. That's why she can talk. Big glory to God. She said, do yourself a favor and register for this Financial Freedom Summit. It's going to be awesome. Don't forget to join us tomorrow. I'm teaching on Additions Ministry. Join us on Facebook at HOJ City Church. Tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. Join us on Facebook at HOJ City Church. 11.30 a.m. is going to be an awesome session. Mark your calendars. You have to be with us next week, Saturday, at the same time. Glory <laughs> to God. Abena says, God bless you. Thank you all for joining everyone on Instagram. Danielle, Thrift Dresses, Moses, Godson, Crystal, Chakava, and all those that came previously. Cages, Fakos, Enina Khan, Ajua, Esiedu. Every one of you on Instagram. Every one of you on Facebook. Thank you all for joining us. Keep praying for us. And register ASAP. I sign off with this advert on our Financial Freedom Masterclass. God bless you. Glory to God. Glory to God. We'd like to welcome you to join us for our Financial Freedom Masterclass that is coming on via Zoom on the 27th of March. 